welcome back guys to another episode of making sense with nidia i am nidia your host i did say guys i actually say guys a lot through this episode so i apologize in advance i am supposed to be saying you all aka y'all i hate saying guys but i it just comes out so i apologize but uh this episode is titled dear customer it is our complaints pet peeves and even tips for all the customers out there. I have organized the podcast episode by topic. So I have like the food industry, retail, call center, and then a very small portion of medical. I'm going to take full responsibility for all these complaints. Everybody's going to remain anonymous. I don't want anybody to get in trouble. So I, you're going to hear all these say, I this, I that. So it's not necessarily my complaint but I can definitely relate. And even if I couldn't relate, now I know. So I'm just going to try to be a better customer, okay? I am sorry if I ever did any of these things to any of y'all. I'm embarrassed. But anyway, let's get right into it. Make sure you listen all the way towards the end because I do have an announcement about further podcast episodes. Anyway, thank you very much. Everybody who shared, I really appreciate you guys. You guys know, here I am saying you guys again. You all know I really appreciate all your support. The Dear Customer episode was inspired by our pet peeve episode, which I, if you haven't listened to it, make sure you go back and listen to that. It's a good one. Uh, customer service is so broad and too many of us deal with providing this specific action. The action meaning customer service. So I wanted us to share our pet peeves complaints or tips about the type of customer service we each provide. So I'm going to be splitting the pet peeves slash complaints tips by the type of jobs, like I mentioned. So we have food, retail, call center, and the medical miscellaneous. I'm going to keep all of these anonymous so that no one can get into any issues if that's your case. So I might say I in a lot of these, like I'll refer to myself into these complaints. Just know they're not necessarily my complaints, but I am going to take the fall for all of these. So I'm going to pretend this is really me at my job and I'm complaining about that. Some of these are mine, but most of them are not. So keep that in mind. Uh, first off, dear customer going out to eat at a restaurant. Let's be mindful of the luxury of going out to eat. What I mean by this is dining out is a luxury. It is not a need. It's a luxury. It is not a necessity and should really only be done if you have the funds for it because you are paying for the food and the service. Unless you have a server from hell, you should be leaving a 20% tip when dining out. Now, I've worked at a few restaurants and the biggest pet peeve is picking up the tab and seeing zero tip or an insulting tip. Servers not only make their money off of tips, but they also share their tips at the end of their shifts. Some restaurants make you tip out to just the bartender and the busser. Some uh, some restaurants make you tip out to bartender, busser, hostess. I even heard one that they tip out to the end, to the back, I'm sorry. So they tip out to like the 
I don't know if it's the cook or the chefs, but that one was weird. I had never heard of that, but it, it, yeah, the person really did show me that breakdown and I was just shook. Anyway, so really what I'm trying to say is please remember when dining out, the twip is 20%. And if that seems like too much money to spend, try doing takeout. Uh, takeout is usually, you don't have to leave the 20%. Honestly, when I used to do to-go orders, I didn't expect tips. They were really, really nice. Even like a dollar is nice, but you don't have to tip. But if you can spare a dollar or two, please do. Dear customer dining out with a large group, if you move around throughout the dinner, and you're constantly moving, going over there, going over here, then your little cousin switch around, there is a big ass possibility the server will need to be reminded of what, of who ordered what. So don't be an asshole when they ask you, did you have the mango margarita? Was it to you that had the iced tea? Don't be a fucking asshole about it. Just say, yes, that was me. No, that was my cousin over there. Blah, blah, blah. Because your ass decided to move all over the damn table and now I've lost the count of what the fuck you ordered. Also, please don't snap your fingers at me when you need my attention to come get your little refill. I'm not a dog. A simple excuse me or looking at me. If you look straight at the server, the server knows they need to come over. There's another one. If you are wanting happy hour prices, then please arrive during that time. Don't show up one minute before happy hour is over and then be pissed at me when I tell you happy hour is over and you're like, well, I got here at 5.59 p.m. Bitch, too bad. You should have been here at 5.30. You could have gotten all the 10 margaritas you wanted. <laughs> I know I'm saying margaritas a lot, but that's what I think of when I think of happy hour. Another one, if your server makes a mistake, for example, you ordered a sweetened tea and they bring you sweetened tea, please let them know. Don't just sit there sulking, hating the world, hating your server, already planning to leave them zero tip. Just let them know, hey, I asked for this tea. Can you please, but you gave me this one. Could you please bring me the correct one? Or as soon as he said, I asked for this tea, but I asked, I received this tea, but I asked for this tea. The server should already be apologizing, saying like, oh my God, I will switch that out for you really quick. It's a simple fix and we are humans. We do make mistakes. Just let us know. Now, here are some tips. Here are some tips regarding the food industry. If you ask for something that isn't in the description of your food, ask if it's extra. One of the biggest pet peeves for me was when a customer would ask for like sour cream, guac, or extra rice and then be pissed off when they got charged for it. I did get, me personally, this is me talking, I did get into the habit of like telling them, okay, um, sour cream is extra, blah, 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 is extra, blah, blah, blah. But here comes another thing. Some people would be like offended as fuck that I said that to them, like I was judging them that they couldn't afford it. But really what I was trying to do is avoid the tantrum they were going to throw when they received their receipt. And they're like, why didn't you tell me it was extra? But yet when I'm telling you it's extra, you think I'm calling you a broke bitch. The last few complaints apply to 
the food industry of drivers like Postmates, Uber Eats, DoorDash, GoPuff, and any other food delivery services. Yes, tipping is much appreciated and you really should be tipping because it is a service. Just like when you're dining out, this is a service. You didn't want to get go out and drive and get your food. So somebody is doing it for you. It's a service. So you really should be tipping. You don't have to tip the 20%, but you should be uh, tipping the driver. Pretend you're the driver. How much would you like? If I order a lot, I will do at least $5 or more. If I don't order a lot, I will at least, at least do 2 to $3. That's me personally. Again, you really shouldn't be tipping anything less than 20% when you're going out to eat. And you shouldn't be tipping anything that less than $2 when your driver is coming over. Also, if you never worked these services, don't be an asshole to the delivery person if the restaurant got something wrong. Most of the time, by the time the driver arrives at the restaurant, the food is done, ready to go, placed in the bags, they, the restaurant does everything for the driver so that the driver doesn't have to touch much, especially right now, especially right now during COVID, we are not allowed to, t- to go through your bag. We don't, we can't open it. It's just ready to go. So we have to trust that they got everything right. We can review it with them. Most drivers do. It is not your driver that got it wrong. It was the restaurant and you can get your money back because the app will give you back the money if you let them know that your order was wrong or um, they delivered the wrong or the restaurant sent you the wrong thing. It doesn't taste good, whatnot. You can get your money back. But also just remember that the service was still done. The driver still picked up your food, still dropped it off. So you still should be tipping. It really isn't your driver's fault if anything really goes wrong. Also, if your driver makes two stops, nine out of 10 times, it is not your driver's fault. For example, Postmates will combine two orders with two different customers. And then we have to arrive to whatever the app tells us to go first. The reason why I bring this one up is because I personally was walking by a coworker. She wasn't a direct coworker. I work at a hospital, by the way, so it's freaking broad. And she was being so rude to the Postmates driver because the Postmates drivers arrived 10 minutes after the expected arrival time. And she said to him, like, I saw you make a different stop. Why didn't you come straight here after the restaurant? this is ridiculous. I only have a 30 minute lunch. You've wasted it. Now I can't eat. What was the point? Like she was going off and the driver was trying to explain to her that the app had sent him somewhere else first and he had to deliver that and then deliver it to her. And she was, she was not having it. I feel like as a person who has a scheduled lunch and you're going to order out, you should be ordering out way ahead of time. I'm not talking three hours ahead of time, but don't order out for your lunch to get here at exactly the time that you're going to go to lunch because you never know with these delivery services because the sir, the delivery driver does not have any control over the restaurant getting your order right. Sometimes we'll show up to the restaurant and they completely fucked up your order. 90% of the time, it's not going to be your driver's fault be patient with the driver. If they're trying to explain to you, I will do it. I will say like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I took so long. It's because of this and this and that. 
Thank you for listening and understanding. If they're trying to explain to you, make sure you listen. Don't get upset with them. Again, 90% of the time, it's not their fault. I think that is all I have for the food industry. Here's a tip because this pisses me off, not as a customer service representative, but just as a, another customer looking in. Um, when you are going to order somewhere where you order, like you, you make a line to order and then you receive your stuff without like having a server and there's a big ass line, make sure you look at the menu so that when you get up there and there's a big ass line behind you and we've been in that fucking line 10, 15 minutes, you don't take another 10 minutes deciding what to get. That irritates the shit out of me. What were you doing the whole time we were in there? You shouldn't have been on your phone. And if you were on your phone, you should have been looking up the menu because now we're up here and you're asking every question in the book and you're like, I don't know what to get. Uh, what about this? What about that? No, that decision should have been made in that 15 minute waiting we were doing in line. That's your tip. This is the, uh, the retail part. Dear customer at Target, Walmart, Costco, Safeway, Fry's, you get it. Number one, when we tell you we are out of stock after checking for you, we really are out of stock. We're not lying. Number two, if you're trying to get my attention, please be polite. You do remember using your manners, right? Just like I had said in the the food industry one, please say excuse me. You don't have to snap your fingers. You don't have to say, uh, hello, because it's not going to help me help you faster. I promise. Number three, if you're waiting in line and you start seeing these crazy lines form up, please know it's not by choice. These longs, these lines are probably long because we're either short-staffed, the store has cut back on hours, poor scheduling, you get it. Cashiers are not trying to make you wait longer. It really is out of their control. Number four, self-checkout is not taking away our jobs. Quit being a boomer. You guys, not as a customer service representative, but just as a customer myself, I hate when boomers say self-checkout is taking taking our jobs. I'm not going to do self-checkout. If, if, oh my God, I've seen this one. If I walk into a store and all they have is self-checkout, I'm walking right out. Shut the fuck up. Come on. Self-checkout is not taking away our jobs. It is so ignorant and boomerish to say those kind of things. Research it. Shut up and research it. Moving on. <laughs> number one. If Number five. If you're buying drinks with a group, Please don't be surprised when we ask for all of your IDs. Not only is it policy, but there are systems in place that can get us into huge trouble if we don't check all your IDs. If you are using self-checkout and you ask me to ring up all your items, the answer is no. It's called self-checkout for a reason. Self, meaning you are doing it yourself. If you don't want to do self-checkout, Wait in line for the cashier. Number seven. This is more of a tip. 
because, well, you'll see. When you complain and you tell us to tell the manager and you're all worked up and you better tell the manager, 99.9% of the time, no one cares. And the manager and the cashier or the stalker or whoever is just going to make fun of you alongside the manager. It is what it is. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. Number eight, when you run into someone you know and you decide to have a longest conversation with them, please have your meeting somewhere else and not in the middle of the aisle. People are still shopping. People still have to get through. Please just move. Not in the middle of an aisle. Come on. Number nine, please remember we are humans. We have feelings too. The cashiers, the soccer, even the supervisors and managers do not make the policies. The policies come from a way bigger power than your little manager that you're constantly asking for and you're constantly threatening the cashiers with. If you don't like the policies, don't be an asshole to me about it. Trust me, I didn't make it. Number 10, if your car declines, 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 here's the key word. If your card declines multiple times, it is not my system. It is your bank account. Don't get mad at me for your lack of funds. That's different from when the card reader isn't being read. There's been an issue when your card actually declines. You're getting mad at me, but you really need to be mad at Bank of America. You get the point. Number 11, please watch your children. Don't leave your children unattended. Please don't let them run all over the store. Oh my God. Here's a quick little story for you. In the middle of the pandemic, probably mid-April, mid-May, I went to Costco. And this was when Costco said that only two people could go per membership. So the member and another person, that was it. That included children. First of all, I just want to say the Costco in Avondale, well, it's not Avondale, but McDowell in 99th. They fucking lied because I went to Costco and there was this mom and then her daughter who probably looked like she was like 13 and then a younger daughter who looked like she was about five. And... The younger daughter was walking around, no mask, far away from her mother and sister. She would just stand in the middle of the aisles. She was standing in the way of your carts. And she would go up to the, you know, the freezer section, how they have those clear doors. She would open the door, go inside the freezer, and lick the doors, the door handle, the glass on the door. She was just licking shit. Mom and daughter, mom and older daughter, not one care in the world. Y'all, I literally looked at that little girl like, for real, bro? Because I, I had to, I actually had to get in to where she was licking the fucking glass. And I just looked at her, straight looked at her and moved my mask aside so she could see my mouth say, move, please. And I looked at her straight in the eyes and she looked at me and she got scared and she left. But I was just like, why? We literally had a stare down. I, I kid you not. Me and this little chick had a stare down because she wouldn't move. And she kept, and as, as she was staring me down, she was licking the fucking door. Please watch your children. Number 12, 
learn to put shit back. If you tried on a sweater and it was hung up, don't just drop it on the floor or sling it over the rack. Put it back. You literally, I see some of y'all have the hanger in your hand. And instead of putting it back on the hanger, putting it on the rack, you just sling it over the rack. Why? It is so rude that it's not that hard. Number 13, if you drop your little pumpkin spice latte, please let us know so that we can clean up your mess. It's faster and easier to just let us know right away. As soon as your PSL is dropped, come and get us. We'll clean it up for you. But if you just leave it there, not only is it disgusting, but then it gets everywhere and people are stepping on it and getting the stickiness everywhere. So just let us know. Number 14, please read your return policies or ask. Don't get mad when you are trying to return last year's coat and you have no receipt and now I can't give you your money back. Don't get mad at me. How am I supposed to give you your money? How am I supposed to prove that you bought it here? Ma'am, how am I supposed to possibly give you back your money when you have no receipt? I simply cannot do that. But y'all, some of y'all will throw tantrums about it and it's just, it's kind of common sense, you know? Anyway. Number 15, if you cannot multitask, don't come up to the register on your phone because trust me, most of the time you're going to fuck something up or you're going to get mad at me thinking that I fucked something up, but really you don't know how to multitask and you really shouldn't be on your phone or just put your phone on hold real quick. Listen to the total. Give me the money. That was one of my biggest pet peeves too when I used to work. Um, as retail, me personally, was when people would come up, not say one word to me, and I'm trying to ask them something that I have to ask them, like, um, do you want this in a bag? Do you want your receipt? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Ugh, what? Ugh, hold on, what? Why are you on your fucking phone? If you can't multitask, don't be on it. So annoying. Number 16, please don't come in 10 minutes before closing and spend an hour at the store. It's fucking rude. Some Number 17, if you're going to eat all over the store, please throw away your wrappers. Don't just drop them on the floor. That's so, like, did your mother teach you that? More than likely, she didn't. Number 18, don't throw your money at me. How would you like it if I threw you the receipt at you? Some of these, you guys, people were sending these to me and I was just like, ew, people do that? Ew. Some of y'all, some of y'all are just, you guys really need to go back to preschool and learn some manners. Number 19. These apply to COVID restrictions, by the way. Wear your fucking mask. Please don't make me tell you to put your mask on, please. And don't get mad when I tell you to put your mask on. By the way, I had a coworker, I overheard her. This was again in the middle of the pandemic. She had the fucking audacity to say, when I go to a store and they say I need to wear a mask, I'm turning around. I'm not going inside. I don't have to wear a mask. That's, it's my right. I just looked at her and I said, oh, you're one of those, huh? She's like, I sure am. I sure, I sure am. Bitch, two weeks later, masks were mand 
mandated, mandatory. She had to wear one. We had to wear one at work too, every single day through all our eight hours there. I don't know why she was being such a little shit about it. Uh, so embarrassing. Number 20, don't get mad at us when we ask you to stay six feet apart. Number 21 is my own personal pet peeve right now. And I don't work at retail right now, but oh my God, a lot of stores have arrows that tell you this way, that way. Like you can only go this way. You can only go that way so that we can all stay six feet apart and we could keep that flow. If the store is not really busy, I get it. But if the store is busy, I know you see those fucking arrows, but I know that you're choosing to ignore them. Don't be an asshole. Please look at those arrows. Don't ignore the arrows. They're there for a reason. Y'all are so annoying when you guys don't look at those arrows. Ugh. I went to, um, what's that store called? I went to Home Goods a couple weekends ago. And most people were following the arrows, but there were a few who were not and they were coming out my way and I was looking at straight at them and I would look at the arrow on the floor and they'd turn around like, ugh, yeah, bitch, look at the arrows. They're there for a reason. So annoying. That's all I have for retail. Let's move on to call centers. Personally, I have a lot for call centers, but again, these are not mine. Most of these are not mine. Number one, if you have a difficult name, don't get offended when I ask you to spell it out for me. Oh my God, you guys have no idea how many times people get offended when I ask how to spell a crazy ass name. I automatically would say, when they ask for my name, I'll say, it's Nidia, N as in Nancy, Y-D, D as in dog, I-A, you know, like I'll, automatically. My name is, I don't think my name is that difficult because it's my name and it's a short name, but I do understand that a lot of people don't know how to spell Nidia. Most of the time they're going to want to spell Lydia, like L-I-D-I-A. You guys, sometimes they'll spell, they'll spell like Midia, like no, Media, M-E-D-I-A. I never said that. I didn't say, like, how does Nidia, I, you know what? I don't even want to get into it. It's not that difficult of a name, but I do it anyway. I spell it out for you. So I don't understand why people get so offended when I ask them to spell out a hard name. Number two, when you forget your own information, don't throw a fit with me. I am not the one who forgot the information. Perfect example, like a, an adult will call for their elderly parent and I'll say, what's the date of birth? Oh, I don't have that. Okay. Uh, could you get it, please? Uh, well, you should have her in the system. Well, yeah, but she's not the only Mary Smith in the system. Come on. It's not my fault. You for Come on. Come on. Come on. If you're calling your doctor's office, calling lab works, if you're calling, you know, if you're calling places that are going to ask you for date of births, please don't get, a, don't, don't get stupid when you forget the date of birth. That's not my fault. I'm sorry. Number three, please don't call and give five pieces of information in one breath as soon as I answer the phone and then sigh when I ask you. For example, pick up the phone. Hi, this is Beyonce at blah, blah, blah. How may I help you? Yes. Hi, Beyonce. This is Kim calling for my mother, Kris Jenner, date of birth, blah, blah, blah. Dr. Pimple Popper referred her to get her blanks checked. 
I'm calling to get her scheduled. Okay, can I get her date of birth again, please? <sighs> I already gave that to you. Um, yeah, but you also gave me like five other pieces of information, bitch. So now I need them again. I'm sorry. I got the Kim. I got the Kris Jenner, but I didn't get the date of birth. Can you please repeat the date of birth? Like, come on. How fast do you expect me to touch my mouse and type in all this information you just gave me? Don't get, don't, don't be mean about it. Just, oh yes, her date of birth is blah, blah, blah. Super simple. No need to sigh for 10 seconds. No need to give me the attitude. Just give me the date of birth again. Number four, listen to your voicemail before you call us back saying, oh yeah, I just got a voicemail from you guys. Oh, okay. What did the voicemail say? Oh, I don't know. I didn't listen to it. Oh my goodness, that is so frustrating, especially when you're calling a big ass company. Please listen to your voicemail. Number five, this one, okay, just listen, don't judge me. Either learn to use your GPS or learn your west, south, east, north, because Sometimes we'll give instructions like how to get here and you'll say, well, do I make a left or a right? Okay, where are you coming from? Gilbert. Okay. Will you be taking the 10? I don't know. Okay. Well, you're going to head north on Indian school. I don't know what north is. I can't help you. I have, I have one that's not necessarily like a, like a complaint. It's more like a tip almost. I personally am terrible with accents. Terrible. Just embarrassingly bad with accents. And I hate it. But when I'm on the phone, I will ask somebody who has a really heavy accent if they can repeat themselves or I'll say like, oh, how do you spell that? And they get so upset with me and I get it. I totally understand it. But just understand that some people are not really good with accents. Again, that's, I am those people. I know others can understand you probably better than me. And I apologize. Like I, I will say, I'm so sorry. Could you repeat that? I And I, I can hear their frustration, but I'm like, it's I'm not doing it on purpose. I really can't understand it. Please repeat yourself. Another one is like a medical thing working with like a doctor's office or hospital within each other's realm, if you will. When a doctor's office, a hospital, what have you, calls and they want information on a patient. And so you ask them like, okay, what's the patient's information? Oh, hold on. I, I I don't have that yet. Are you fucking kidding me? How am I supposed to know magically who the patient is? Come on. Another one is spelling out things. Like if you're spelling something out, and if I was to say, my name is Jenner, right? Like, my name is Chris Jenner. How do you spell Jenner? Oh, yeah. J-E-N-N-E-R. You're like, my hard of hearing accidentally heard J-E-M-M-E-R. Emma's a mom. Please say that. 
please, if if it's a hard sounding letter, you really should be saying it like D's. They're kind of hard because a D can sound like a P. An M can sound like an N. An S can sound like an F. So say that. Oh, F as in Frank. S as in Sam. N as in Nancy. Or if you're not going to do that and I ask you to repeat it, don't get upset because those are hard letters to understand, especially over the phone. Don't get mad. If somebody tells you, I'm sorry, it's out of my control. Guess what? It's out of our control. If the call center representative is telling you, I'm sorry, this is not the department that handles that I can transfer you don't get mad at them because again it's not the department that handles it unfortunately there are big uh, companies or like a big facility like a hospital Uh, we get this a lot at the hospital where we have to unfortunately transfer patients a lot and I know it's a pain in the ass trust me I know my job partially is getting transferred all day. I know it's a pain in the ass, but with a big company or with a big facility, there are a shit ton of departments. So please expect to be giving different extensions or different transfers. Unfortunately, it's just the way it's set up. And here's another tip. When you call and you speak to someone, you should always get their name and initial. Unless they have a difficult name, then trust me, sweetie, you probably don't need that initial. But, or if they don't want to give you the initial, just ask the department. Because there have been so many times when a patient will call and say, I spoke to someone and they said you can do it. I'm like, was it at this department? I don't know. Because trust me, the doctor's office will tell you, oh, they can do it but they don't work at my department. They don't know. You should always take down a name. This goes to anything that has to do with you calling someone. Very important. Another tip is, this goes to all of you guys who have insurance. Whew, y'all. There is a lot of responsibility as an insurance holder that you have. Don't trust Don't be ignorant. Don't trust your doctor's office saying, oh yeah, that's fine. You should be fine. You should be fine. That's okay. You guys. Too much is being left to the patients to know the responsibility. It's your responsibility to know your benefits. It's your responsibility to make sure that you're going to a contracted physician, facility. It's your responsibility as a patient. Trust me, look at the... Look at your insurance card. It says so on the insurance card. You should make sure that you go to contracted places if you don't want to pay more than what you already have to pay. It's very important that you check that because there are patients who won't know that and they're going to a facility that's super expensive or a physician that's out of network and then they get that bill and they're so upset, but it's not, it's, it's your responsibility. Unfortunately, they can charge you for it because it's your responsibility. 
There are a few insurances. Oh my God, they're super rare. But there are a few insurances that in the back of the card, it will say that the doctor's office is responsible for making sure that something is certified or, you know, that they're in network, blah, blah, blah. But, oh, it's super rare, you guys. It's so, 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 so rare. So make sure you're looking at that. There's a lot of stuff with insurance. So I highly recommend for you to get educated on it and just ask all the questions you need to ask before getting a procedure done, before seeing a specialist. Just, just be diligent when it comes to that. Very important. Okay, that's all I have for call center. A lot of people didn't give me a lot for call center. And then for the medical side, I have also just really short ones. Okay, now we're coming to the end, which is the medical ones I have, which are really short. Uh, first one is emergencies. Please be patient with your nurse, your MA, even your doctor. Sometimes you might feel like it's taking too long or you really have this emergency, but you never know. They might be dealing with an actual cardiac arrest or somebody fell out of the bed. The possibilities are endless. Nobody is trying to withhold medical care from you. So be patient. They're trying their hardest. And remember, they're the superhero superheroes who don't wear capes. Thank you to all the nurses, all the doctors, MAs, all the medical staff, especially during COVID. I know it has not been easy. So thank you very much to all of you. And I have one more medical one, which is please, please pay attention when you go see your doctor, pay attention to what they're telling you, because sometimes we are humans, we make mistakes, but your doctor's office will tell you something and it is a possibility that they can forget to place the order that they said they were going to place or to send that referral they said they were going to send. So I always think it's a great idea for you to have them write down what they're telling you or you write down what they're telling you or ask for a visit summary. It's very important and it's going to help you in the long run. So that's a tip for you. That's all I have for today's episode. It is a long one. I do apologize. I just had so many and they were all great. So I had to include them in the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Now with that, I just want to quickly let you guys know that I'm a big fan of Halloween. Spooky season is my life. And for the month of October, the whole month of October, it's just going to be spooky season like podcast episodes. So please know that and start preparing any scary real experiences you've had any paranormal experiences or just experiences that you can't explain and let me know if there's anything you want me to cover like if there's anything specific you want me to look into i will all spooky season related also if you've had if you remember the scariest movie you saw i want to know what which one it is and why it was the scariest for you and the first scary movie you ever saw. So let me know, start preparing it. Come October, that's all I'm gonna do. FYI, spooky season is my life. <laughs> okay guys, I will talk to you guys soon. And again, thank you so much for supporting your girl. Bye.